cracking big content people new environment for y'all to use your eyeballs to see jack had the flu last week so we didn't get to film on our normal uh wednesday schedule we typically film on wednesdays they get edited over the weekend we release him on monday but since he was sick we didn't get around to uh to chopping up the big contents thus as i promised you in the discord i will do uh, a quick solo q a for the people that have been dropping the q a's in the discord because that's usually a section at the end of our full-length films so this is going to be a quick one and if you are new to uh, big content, the Discord is free to join, free to ask us questions, and we'll probably feature on you because we get like four questions a week. So let's do them. First question coming from Mr. Rev Trev Four. Kem- <clears throat> That's out of control. Now I'm going to read it all. What do you guys think about releasing multiple videos per day, or is once a day more than enough? I'm a Packers fan. The topics are so red hot right now. I'm wondering if I should release two to three videos today. I released two. In the last 12 hours so for my third release should i wait till tomorrow or this afternoon i'm working on my fourth as well uh it's a good question and that would definitely be a platform platform thing since you know his, his name says yt in it he's a youtube guy i've seen him drop content in our uh discord many times so i know that he's referring to youtube videos if i were referring to tiktok videos yes you should be ripping off minimum three if not five to six uh tiktok videos per day but we're referring to youtube which is a different beast whole nother animal as kobe bean bryant once said said RIP to the goat, but not RIP to your channel if you're posting multiple times a day. Here's the way I would look at this. You want to be pushing, especially in today's world of sports media on YouTube, you want to be pushing out as much volume as you can that has a quality threshold. Okay. So here's what I mean by that. You want to set a marker for yourself that you think is like the minimum quality number that you're okay posting online, right? And make it out of 10, whatever it is. And again, this is gonna be kind of subjective to you. You're not always the one that gets to determine how high quality a piece of production is. But at the same time, I think when you're making content for yourself or for whoever, you should be proud of the content that you're putting out. So make a marker for yourself that you say is uh, the bare minimum that you're okay producing, right? And maybe that's a six out of 10. In terms of production, in terms of quality, six out of 10, because there's two parts to the equation here. There's quality and there's quantity. One suffers and the other exceeds and vice versa. So what that does, putting a six out of 10 threshold on it, is it lets you move fast, but still produce high quality content. And you'll find a breaking point, right? So if you, uh, you, you'll have to figure out a a quality level that you want, as well as one that allows you to move fast. So there might be a a time when you're like, okay, I could do six out of 10, I can do three videos per day. And then eventually you start seeing the production dip into like the five out of 10 quality marker, the four out of 10 quality marker. And that's what I'd call like the breaking point. That's where you're going to, you're going to step back and be like, okay, my videos are now becoming shitty videos. Now I'm moving too fast to actually put out good quality content. And that's never the, the spot that you want to get to the way youtube is especially in like the sports media right now quantity is going to be huge especially youtube shorts you need to get a mixture involved with those two so there are there are like very 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 few people i know everyone i think a lot of people would like to be like i'm gonna put out one video a week that's extremely high quality and grow that way and it's just as cool and as pretty and as fantastic and as fucking fairy tale like as that is it's just not real life it's just not how youtube is going to work in sports media right now so if you are really destined or if you're really fucking trapped by the idea of needing to grow on youtube don't play the high 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 quality game play the high enough quality 
with quantity game, right? There are very few dudes that can do stuff like something like that. Right? I have a good friend, Brett Coleman. You may or may not know him. He's in the sports. Um, he's in the sports media game. He does one awesome. He, I'm not sure what his actual in-season schedule is like, but I'm pretty sure his schedule is one video per week. Super high quality, breaking down a popular topic within the NFL at the time. He comes from a, a, a quality production background, like he worked at the NFL Network, so he knows what he's doing with cameras and lighting and research and talking X and O's and breaking down a lot of things, right? Very talented creator, has about 350,000 subscribers. Every time that he drops a video, they get 150, 200, 250,000 views. Like the ratio to how many views he gets on each video relative to his subscribers is an unbelievable rate. However, he started eight years ago. His first YouTube video, if you go back on his channel, was eight years ago. My first YouTube video I put out was eight years ago. That should tell you something. I'm referring to how YouTube was versus how YouTube is right now, okay? Like back in that time, five, six, seven, eight years ago, I would say, yeah, only high quality shit. Don't put out shitty videos. That will help you separate. Nowadays, you need to get in front of as many eyeballs as you can while still producing quality content. So whatever that threshold is for you, sure, you can release two, three, four videos a day. But if there are two, three, four videos a day that are shit, then you're just going to be producing shit content at scale. And you're going to be known as a shitty content creator at scale. So I would take some time to look over your previous videos and say like, this was up to par. This is quality. How many of these can I do in one, two, three days? But if you're, if you're in the middle of a pocket where you are seeing, um, you, you mentioned that it's like red hot for Packers fans right now, right there for fantasy football, the most red hot time of the year is end of August, early September. So no, I got no problem putting out one, two, three videos a day during that time. I might put out my normal, like well-produced video in the morning. I might do a breaking news segment if like a big player gets hurt in the afternoon. I might do a live stream mock draft at night. I don't typically do that that uh, high of quantity, but I have no problem doing it then if the market is red hot because there are pockets throughout the year where you need to take advantage of where that growth is. It's a, a, a lot of YouTube is like is growth hacks. It's gr it's many many growth hacks over a long ass period of uh, of time. It's consistency. It's hard work. It's making these fucking videos, and then when you realize that there's a little pocket of gold to be fucking mined, you get your shovel out, you make them videos, and you produce them at high quality high quantity, we move fast, we move big, that's big content. So this is not necessarily a question, but I feel like it would help people out that are looking to make videos or stream with a higher quality camera. So Jordan dropped this in last night and he was like, I have an HD camera to stream. And he basically has like a a, a cam a camcorder. Is that what they fucking call it? These things are like extinct at this point. Uh, but my stream quality is not as good as I think it should be. Can anyone help me out with settings or give advice on how to get high quality video? So he sent a picture of the camcorder. And then he said, I also have this, but I can't figure out how to get it to stream. So he has a real DSLR mirrorless camera there on the bottom. The Lumix is like a real camera. It's very similar to the one that I'm streaming on right now. And most people have tried to plug in cameras to their laptop or their computer. And it doesn't work because you cannot just simply plug one wire into the other wire. There are some very new cameras. The one I'm using actually is a Sony a7 IV, which is a very expensive camera. And it is a relatively very new camera to the ecosphere of fucking cameras. And you can actually plug a USB-C wire directly into there and then directly into my MacBook, which is also a new laptop. So the capabilities on both sides are very updated, but 99% of the cameras out there right now will not allow you to go straight wire to wire. What you need is a capture card. Okay. And the most popular one out there, a capture card is basically just a little piece of technology. It looks, I don't know. It looks maybe like this. this is a TV remote, but you get the point. So piece of technology, it's a hardware that you plug into the side of your computer, and then you have a wire running from your camera into the side of the capture card, and then it will pick up. So if you try to go wire to wire, you'll just get a black screen and won't pick up anything. You need a capture card. So there's the Elgato Cam Link. 
I've used before, and that allows you the ability to stream in 4K, which is obviously the highest quality you can get right now. There's a bunch of them on Amazon that are cheaper. I've had success with a couple of them that I couldn't actually find, so I can't link for you anymore, but they only went up to 1080p. Uh, the Cam Link, the Elgato Cam Link was the only one that I found that actually does 4K that does high quality. I've, I've had some connection issues with it. Sometimes it just like stops picking up the camera or whatever, but it's it's pretty good. And it's, I think it's like a hundred bucks, 120 bucks or something like that. But you can get capture cards if you want to just grab like two or three cheap ones off Amazon and test them out and then return the other two. You can get one from like 30, 40, $60 or something like that. But you need the piece of hardware. You need the capture card to go wire to wire. And then it depends on what like plug inputs you have in your camera that go into the Elgato capture cam. I believe there's just an HDMI on this side, but you might have to go like regular HDMI to HDMI mini or uh, USB-C or something like that. But those wires should cost like fucking eight bucks on Amazon or something. This is a good question that I'm just reading for the first time. So to be honest, I'm not sure what answer is going to come out of my mouth. But Rev Trev, who asked the first question, said, have you ever done all your research for your video and then just lost motivation to do the video? And then he followed up a little context after. That's what I'm feeling right now. It's probably because it's been a long day and it's almost midnight here. I want to film this, edit it, and get it uploaded, but I've lost motivation. Making videos is definitely a grind. I'll probably shoot it tomorrow. So uh, this is kind of like a you're hitting a creative wall in a sense. Um, and I think you you pretty much answered your own question within that. You know, you said it's been a long day. It's almost midnight here. I want to film, edit it, whatever, but I've lost complete motivation. When you are starting like a side hustle, a passion, a creative, etc., you should be doing it out of pure passion, right? You should be doing it because you love every second of doing it, right? Like this video right now, I got to do a live stream for fantasy in like an hour that I haven't even really started prepping for, but I, I wanted to make this video for y'all. Like you should do it because your, your heart is really into it. When you hit a creative wall, what I found is oh, over the seven or eight years that I've been a creator, there is, I would say like maybe twice a year where I hit a a very, very defined wall where I'm like, fuck, like I'm going through the motions right now. And every single time that that happens, I've just needed to take a break, whether it's two days, a weekend, a week, uh, whether I travel for the entire month of January and then I come back ready to go for the next fucking year. If it's something that I'm passionate about, all I need is just a little bit of a break. The fact that you're up past midnight, don't get this confused with like laziness. Do not let this be an excuse for you putting things off consistently now because Nick said that a break is good. A break is good when you need a break and you very, very fucking clearly need a break. That That's the one thing I would say, like, don't judge yourself. That's a really hard thing to get over in the beginning because you see everybody else like grinding. You see everybody, everybody else having success, whether they're working harder than you or not. You cannot compare yourself to other people and you cannot judge yourself for needing a break. It happens. It's human. You are hitting a little bit of wall. And the, the problem with this is if you continue to hit these walls and you continue to push them, your brain will start associating what you're doing with your passion as something that you you no longer enjoy. You're going to burn yourself out and then you're going to need a much more, a, a much longer break when you do that. So when you need the breaks, take them, get a good night's sleep. If you need a mental health day, take two instead of one and you'll come back really refreshed at the end of it. Okay. So my suggestion to you would be there's a fine, fine, fine difference between patience and laziness. Know the difference. Know when you need a break. Very clearly, you need a break at that point. If it's midnight and you want to go to bed, go to bed. Sleep. Don't judge yourself for wanting to fucking go to bed, and you can make the video the next day if you need to, all right? If it's something that it needs to be done, if there is a timeline, if there is a clear deadline for what you need to do, if this is your full-time job and it's your boss saying you need the video by tomorrow, yeah, do that shit. But if it's not, don't kill yourself over it, okay? It'll get done tomorrow, but make sure it gets done, 
All right, that's the thing. Because you wanted to push it off for one night does not mean you push it off for forever. You made a promise to yourself to make the video, so make it. We're gonna win state, but not tonight. The real Jim Shady asks, is entertainment more important than actual content? Well, one, entertainment is actual content, but it, when you're starting, and I know you are, because a lot of the questions were uh, based on like getting going and whatever, getting into the content world. When you're starting, you have a million questions kind of swirling all over the place, and you're not really sure what direction to go in. My my guideline for you would be like understand what is your what is your ultimate goal? What's your ultimate goal with the content that you want to create? Is it purely just to entertain people because you feel good making other people feel good? Is it to eventually turn it into a business? Is it to just build a platform so that you can do whatever you want down the like you got to be very honest and transparent with yourself what you want to do? And then that way you're going in that direction when you make content, right? Like those things, any of your goals that you set out when you want to do content are so fucking far away from the start. Any of those things, I want to build a business. I want to go full time. I want to, you know, build a following of a million people. If you're starting here, those things are like fucking six floors above where I'm sitting right now. So the important part to know is you're not getting there anytime soon, but you will take yourself in a very, very outward direction if you don't know from the start, because if you're trying to go over there and you start going fast, but in that direction, you're going to end up in the wrong fucking spot. So is entertainment more important than the actual content? The answer is for the most part, absolutely not. The quality of content needs to be like the baseline threshold for creators. If you're not creating quality content that is giving value in the form of teaching people or entertaining people, no one gives a shit. The problem I see with a lot of entertainment and I, I've talked about that. I think the easiest way to become a creator is to teach. Teaching, teaching, anyone can teach. You don't have to be funny. You don't have to look good. You don't even have to sound good. There's nothing that you really need to do well other than know something really well. All right, you could teach. As long as someone knows something less than you do, you are a teacher and that gives it value. 99% of people are not as entertaining as they think. If they go on social media and they start ripping jokes or they start making funny videos, they're probably not that funny. I've got no hate for anybody. I respect everybody that puts themselves out there, but the truth of the fucking matter is breaking through on pure entertainment is, it's a pipe dream. There are very, very few players in this world that can actually achieve their goals by doing that. Shout out to the people that do because that's the hardest, in my opinion, the hardest avenue to do and those those are, the, those are the people that I think have the highest ceiling. I think you should figure out the, the purpose of the content. So for me, it's always going to be teaching. And I hope that my personality rubs off in a way that people relate to. I don't even know if it's entertaining. I don't I don't come on the mic, try to be funny. That's just like not, you might meet me in person and be like, Nick might be a funny dude, whatever. That's not like the persona I try to give off when I come on here. I want to genuinely teach y'all. And if you happen to relate to my personality, if you happen to think I'm entertaining or funny, that's amazing because you will like me that much more. But I'm not trying to be entertaining because then you're trying to be something that you are not. And that typically also kind of going back to the last question uh leads to burnout eventually okay so be who you are are you a good teacher are you fucking funny maybe you are jim shade you might be the funniest motherfucker i've ever met in my life so i don't want to deter you from going down that route but i just want to let you know what i've seen and most people who think they're entertaining are not so do not hang on that crutch if you are here Here's what I'll leave you with. If you are entertaining, it will show through your content, through your personality, while you're actually giving value, all right? So though everything in the content game plays itself out long-term. If you got bad intentions, you will end up as a bad player in the game. If you have good intentions, people will see your heart over the long run. If you are smart and you are intellectual and you are business savvy, you will end up building a business. If you are a patient person, you will probably have success. If you are impatient, you will do a lot of sporadic things that lead you down a negative path in this game. If you are a funny motherfucker, teach people and 
and you will be funny while you're doing it and people will fall in love with you that way. So I think you're asking from a standpoint of like fantasy football because we are in a very niche world where you're act, you're asking, you know, because people get things wrong all the time. It's like being a fucking weatherman at this point. No one really cares whether or not you were right because you could just be like, oh, you know, it's not really our fault. We don't have the technology to predict these kind of things. This is a very defined niche that does not relate to a lot of other niches where you can just be outright wrong on fucking everything and no one cares. But the people that do gain traction, even when they're wrong, still have very high quality content. I would hope that when people watch my videos, they're still like, even if they're like Nick's wrong on everything, I still enjoy his videos. His videos are still high quality. They're still enjoying. Uh, I still enjoy watching them. He's still, you know, hopefully entertaining to me. I still gain value and I learn about like process and systems rather than just whether or not he was right or wrong on results. So I think a lot of the most popular YouTubers in our space are the most popular because they have personality and entertainment, but that's not the reason why they got there. They got there because they were making quality content because they were putting in a lot of work to make sure that the videos came out well. They were doing all that shit and happened to also be this, which separated from them, uh, from all the other people that weren't, you know, that, uh, that way. So to answer your question, yeah, uh, the quality content will, for me, always supersede just entertainment because most people are not as entertaining as they think they are. And if you set out to just be entertaining, you'll probably most likely flop. But if you are entertaining, just show that in the other videos. So then you've got the double whammy and you're a fucking winner. All right. Well, I've got things to do for the rest of the day. I love you guys. Thank you for watching if you did. And if you like these videos, maybe uh, once the NFL season is finished, I will do a solo video Q&A on the channel once a week um, outside of our normal hour-long podcast that I do with Jack. But subscribe to the channel if you are new and uh, join the Discord if you'd like. Love you. Love you.